where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Time for curbside. He shoots, they score! With the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. They score! Refreshed by Randall's, St. Louis's number one liquor store. Visit shoprandalls.com. Randy Carricker. It is the opening drive on 101 ESPN, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. It's Chris Kerber, the voice of the Blues. The Blues have completed their preseason. They're ready to go with the regular season after spending a week in Columbia, South or Charleston, rather, South Carolina. Kerbs, good morning. How are you doing? Randy, I'm great. How are you today? Good. Let's start with this. Are you over what happened on Friday and Saturday with the Cardinals? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. Didn't think you would be. No. I'm telling you something. I I don't know that I've had a baseball game, you know, or, or even just a game well, outside of the Blues, obviously, because I'm so tight in. But I, I don't think I've had a game that has frustrated me so bad as that game on, on Friday where, I mean, it, it, it really is one of the worst managerial performances I've seen. I, I can't I, – I still can't wrap my head around. And I watched Ali Marmol's press conferences, right, and, and and him walking through his reasoning, and I still don't understand it. I, like, even if your closer is completely healthy, you haven't used him in that way pretty much all season long. He hadn't thrown more than 30 pitch in his, pitches in a game since June. He got you the two outs in the eighth. If he gets you the one out in the ninth, he's got you the three outs. You've got to have somebody backing him up. And, and to, to sit there and, and not have anybody even throwing – until after they hit by a pitch, just mm-hmm. blew my mind. Like I, I mean, I, and then and then to sit there and and go from to go from pure analytic based managing, absolutely no, 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 no managing by what you're seeing. No, I mean, it was absolutely game plan management by taking out Quintana. To go from there to, well, you just got to trust your closer. In the end, just I'm I'm stunned. So no, I'm not over it yet. I'll, I'll get I'll get past it. I got a game on Friday, so we'll get past it. But I'm I'm still a little stunned. Hey, Curves, the the Cardinals obviously didn't do well. Uh, the Blues are on a trip in in Charleston, South Carolina. So the most important thing that happened yesterday was your Giants going four and one, right? Oh man, hey Saquon Saquon is going off, isn't he? Yeah, like, doing well. That was a surprising yeah, I, win. I was thinking about this. Uh, I was thinking about this this morning when I was watching some highlights. So the Giants are four and one. That's cool. That that whole division is nasty right now, isn't it? But but you know, you realize like how bad the Giants have been for as long as they've been. And I was thinking about like the Pirates, you know, and and baseball teams like that, or or hockey teams like like the Buffalo Sabers had been. If you're that bad for that long, you really just have poor management, don't you? I mean, yeah. it like. If, if you're drafting every one of these leagues, 
you're you're drafting high when you're bad. There's a reason for it. Other teams are finding gems in the middle rounds, late rounds, whatever, and, and you can't do it with high rounds. So it, it, it's just a reminder that uh, I I think I, I know I think it's a if your team hasn't become competitive after a four year window at the most. You, you change up management. Hey, Curbs, the uh, Blues traded Clem Costin. Well, I thought he got released and was put on waivers, but they traded him for Samarukov. What does that does that add depth to the uh, Blues defensive lineup, or or is he just a guy? Uh, as we talked about, the Blues are pretty much solidified in, in who they have right now. Yeah, no. So well, they did both actually. So they did put him on waivers, and then he cleared. Okay. So when they made the trade with the Edmonton Oilers, that actually was essentially a minor league trade. So. By, by having him clear waivers before the trade, then Edmonton can basically send him straight to their minor league system and he doesn't have to clear waivers for Edmonton. So uh, they actually, you are right, they did both. No, look, this is a move. They were hoping that Clint Costin would come in and he was given every opportunity in camp again and other guys just continued to pass him up. You know, the fact that Alexandrov stuck around all the way through that last game of the preseason I think tells you where they are with him. Now, the, uh, the Blues put Josh Lebo on waivers. They could call him right back up. They have, you have to be cap compliant uh, to today, and the Blues, once they put a couple guys on long-term IR, will have some cap space to make a maneuver or two. So you're waiting for that to happen. But th- this is more just a move where I, I don't think Clem was going to be part of the Blues' plans moving forward. Guys like Alexei Toropchenko had played well. I think other players have kind of started to move up the depth chart where you're looking at them and they're a little bit uh, younger or, you know, newer to the scene. And you move Clem, hope he does really well somewhere and gets gets an opportunity that he just wasn't getting here on a team that was so deep and so good up front. And, you know, the defenseman that they got from him, I honestly don't know a whole heck of a lot about him. I know he was drafted the same year as Clem Costin. I know he's played one game in the NHL that was against the Blues. But aside from that, I don't know a whole lot about him. It's a, it's a good death player for Springfield. Curbs, what's the most exciting aspect to this team for you? Uh, I just think they're going to be competitive, and, and it's such a different style of play, I think, than we've really seen. You know, we started to see it last year, and we're going to continue to see that transition because I did not see in the preseason a whole lot of get that puck in deep, grind it down low, the formula for 2019. You know, I saw a lot more of what we of what it was last year, and this team wants to go. There's offensive players all the way through the lineup, at least through the top nine forwards. And those, all those players want to score. All those players want to be, you know, getting top minutes. All those players want to make sure that they're playing a lot. So, and then the fact that you've got the, the defense that can move the puck to them and hopefully uh, Jordan Bennington stays healthy. Cause I just don't know right now that there's a goalie in the league that plays the puck better than he does. Uh, I'm excited for the style of play that fans are going to see. I, I think it's going to be really exciting. Hey, Curbs, I was at the game, and, and how, how you allowed me to come up to the booth with you on Saturday. Um, they were playing a, a Blackhawks team, and I asked you, was that their normal goaltender? They they were they were struggling pretty bad. Uh, but the Blues team, the Blues did a very good job of scoring offensively, and, and as you spoke of Jordan Bennington, uh, stopping, pretty, stopping everything that, that was presented to him. Is this who we can expect the Blues to be this year? I mean, maybe not scoring six, five or six goals a game, but but really having that 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 strength on offense and having that strength on defense. Yeah, look, they 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 returned eight of their nine twenty goal scores. Now I don't I don't know what's realistic in terms of how many, but could you at least expect six, maybe seven? Absolutely, uh, you know, and a lot will depend on the power play. I, I think they've got to work some special teams aspects out. 
I think, you know, counting on David Perron at the top of the left circle on that power play for his one-timer was huge. We've seen Vladimir Tarasenko now over there. I, I don't know if that'll work or not. Um, I just but Vladdy likes to catch the puck, dust it off a little bit, and then he's got that spectacular shot. But penalty killers are so good on a lot of these teams that, that, that I think a lot of those can get blocked on those goalies are good, that his shot has to be so perfect. It, so I, I much, just my opinion, I prefer much more of a one-timing threat over there. You know, and, and as you've seen with Ovechkin, what we saw with David Perron, sometimes it's just impossible to stop when the guy does one-time. And having said that, uh, they dominated the Chicago Blackhawks, and that was a pretty full Chicago Blackhawks lineup. Now, look, they are they are definitely um, Chicago is down. So the Blues were good, and Chicago was bad. And yeah, Mrazek is their starting goaltender. <laughs> I, I, I asked you. I said, is he is, is he a rookie? Is he is he a new guy? Why is he so bad? <laughs> well, well, well. One, who knows what the focus was like for their final preseason game, right? So, so part of that is just get out of this game, but. The flip side is, is, and we saw this with Thomas Grice. Thomas Grice gave up, what, seven goals to, to the Columbus Blue Jackets. He's not that bad of a goaltender, but the team in front of him that night was no good. Uh, the, the Blackhawks are going to struggle, and it'll be real interesting to see how long they go before you start to hear the Patrick Kane says, trade me, you know, talk, because that is, that is going to be a mess in Chicago. Hey, Curbs, one last thing. As we mentioned at the top, the Blues will spend this week in South Carolina on a bonding trip. You think those things really work? Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I think they do. And, and here's, here's the reason I think the Blues did that. Um, I, I, think it, I think a team can spend too much time on the road, especially these days, and, and depending on the makeup of your team. Because if you've got a team like the Blues do where you've got some older guys, some families, some guys recently married, maybe babies on the way or, or have young kids, those guys, you know, are, it's very different. Those guys want to stay at home versus just get out and be on the road and enjoy it. Uh, but the the core of this Blues team is still that. The Blues don't play until Saturday. I mean, just about every other team plays in the league. I and mean, the league opens up tomorrow night with two, a doubleheader on ESPN, Tampa and the Rangers in Vegas and Los Angeles. The Blues don't play till Saturday. And then they don't play again till the middle of the following week in Seattle. So really – there's going to be some teams that have had two or three games played before the Blues play game number two. And because it's still yet another week, and they'll get back home from Charleston on Wednesday, and then they, they won't travel for another week until they go to Seattle, I think getting the team out on the road is a good idea. So, yeah, I do think there's some value to that based on the way the Blues schedule set. Curbs, as always, great to talk to you. Thank you so much, and have a great 2022-2023 season. Randy, thanks, and I, I appreciate the early Monday therapy. I do feel better. <laughs> they, they do say we just have to talk things out, right? That's uh, that's it. Just let it out. Yeah, get it out. Just let it out. Yep. We'll see you later. Okay, bye-bye. That's Curbs with us on 101 ESPN.